When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Marnie Vinge, and this is Erioki. Join me and my friends as we explore the darker side of the Sooner State. Okay, I think we're ready. All right, I'm Marnie Vinge, and this is Erioki, and I'm here today with Summer Winsman. What's up, guys? Yes, and she is a listener who reached out reached out to me and um, has a ghost story, and so I'm super excited about this because this is kind of um, I think this is the first episode that I've done like this, and I'm wanting to do some more of these that are like um, ghost stories from individuals of things that they've personally firsthand experience like we've done a little bit of that with the cryptid stuff but um never a ghost story I don't think I think the closest thing was like the EVP that I caught on accident um but I tell that as a ghost story now when people ask me like I'm like yeah this one time even though it was like two weeks ago um but anyway so we're going to be talking today about Miami Oklahoma and NEO so um if you guys don't know what that is NEO is a college up in northeastern Oklahoma. It's northeastern Oklahoma A&M College, right? Northeastern Oklahoma Agriculture and Mechanics. That's right. Okay. <laughs> it's not a neo-Nazi school. I had to answer that question once. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, was, I had an NEO sweatshirt on when I was living in Overland Park, Kansas. And this woman asked me, she's like, is that a neo-Nazi sweatshirt? And I was like, yes, it is the leading neo-Nazi agriculture and mechanics school. <laughs> She went and got in a different line. Oh, my God. Of course she did. It's really That's, not. It's not, guys. Yeah, really, it's not. Um, it uh, And the mascot is the Norseman, right? Yes. Okay. I'm looking at a picture of them right now. Row, Norse, row. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, you went there. I did. My dad also went there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's... Um, so tell tell everybody a little bit about Miami, what that area is like, and because I've been there once. I went there once for a football game, actually. I had a friend whose brother was playing. He played football for them. He went on to play for some other colleges and stuff, but um, we went up there for that, and I remember we were coming back home, and we got to that place where you're supposed to either take the Joplin route or the Oklahoma City or Tulsa or, or Tulsa, yeah. Yeah. And there was like a toll booth and we didn't have any money. Oh yeah. And I think it was this was years and years ago. So like our option was like either pay or like run the toll booth. You take a ticket and lie. Oh my God. It, it was we didn't know that. We didn't know that. We we I'm You're not a true Oklahoman if you just don't lie and take a ticket. That that's true. Yeah. I need to I need to get on that. Yeah, we just uh Maybe we did take a ticket. I don't know. Whatever we did, we lied. We took, we did something. We did what we were not supposed to do. East, take a ticket. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Yeah, you hear that, guys? Don't be like me. But, um, so anyway, go ahead and tell a little bit about what you were telling me before we started about, um, kind of the population, how it's laid out and the casinos and all of that. 
first of all, when I first started listening, I felt it was very unfair that she was just leaving out Northeastern Oklahoma. Yeah. I'm like, there's a whole nother like screwed up side to this yeah. state that she doesn't know about. Right. I was like, I need to help her. Yes. I needed the help. <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah. And I actually, um, any of the negative reviews of the podcast are really mad at me because I was, um, I think that my remarks about Southeastern Oklahoma were misinterpreted because my dad was from there and he would make jokes about it. And so I made jokes about it. But if you're from Southeastern Oklahoma, I have absolutely nothing against that part of the state. I think it's beautiful. The only reason I thought it would be scary to go camping out there is because there are a lot of trees and I'm scared of literally everything. So that's the only reason I thought it would be scary. But anyway, so Northeastern Oklahoma, I'm so glad you contacted me because there is a lot up there. Like that's where the... um, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but the Labadee Mansion. See, I don't know anything about that. I don't know a whole lot. We tried to go there one day, and um, it was one of those situations where I was, like, weighing the odds of, can we really go here, or mm-hmm. will we be trespassing, because there's a dude over here who looks like he might get angry, and I don't want to get shot, and, like, you know, so, because it uh, it was a whole thing, but I want to look into that and maybe get permission to go out there and kind of investigate, because it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be a really cool place. But anyway, I cut you off. So go ahead. Northeastern Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, I'm not from Miami. I'm actually from Skytook, which is a yes. And it's S-K-I-A-T-O-O-K. I have heard of that. Everybody thinks it's Skytook. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, it's Skytook. <laughs> but it's in Osage County, which is Osage Nation. Um, I am loyal and absentee Shawnee and Red Lake Ojibwe. But I grew up with all Osages. Okay. <laughs> but... I, my dad went to NEO and I went to NEO and I have a lot of family up there. That's actually where our tribal headquarters, the loyals, they're actually in Miami. There's nine tribes up there. Wow. And they're all their offices are like in a circle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, um, it was it was just easier for me to go to NEO. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, because I had like family and stuff up there, but if you don't have to go to the northeastern corner of the state, don't. <laughs> yeah. Other than to get your birthday free play, don't go. Yeah. Just don't. <laughs> and that's coming from somebody who lived there. That's that's so that's like real. Yeah. I mean, there's a McDonald's. Mm. That's it. I remember, is it um where's the I don't even know if it's still open. This is this shows you how like often I get out of the metro area, but um, the McDonald's that was like over the highway. They redid that. It's a McDonald's. Well, it's like a come and go. It's a double sided come and go. Like that's by okay. Vanita. Okay. But it's a double sided come and go. And then you, there's a subway up, subway and a McDonald's upstairs, I okay. believe now. But there's, it's creepy because they have a huge statue of Will Rogers in the window. So if you're driving over that at night <laughs> yeah, that's and what you just came into my mind and you don't know <laughs> what that is. Yeah. You will shit yourself. Yeah. That's like, that would be really spooky if you didn't know, if you weren't from here and you were just driving through and like, you're like, there is a giant dude like in the window. And it's like, he's, he's like maybe like five feet from the window mm-hmm. and you have, of course it's a statue. So he has spotlights. Oh my gosh. So I used to work in Wyandotte. I worked at Indigo Sky and Bordertown Casinos. I worked at 
two at the same time. Those are the ones that the Eastern Shawnees have. I was living in Sperry, which is by Skytooth, but it's like the 25 minutes ish from Tulsa. I drove an hour and a half each way to work, but then sometimes I would go under that at night and I'm like, I know what that is, but I'm still creeped out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can see how that would be a little unsettling. I think anything that, anything that's like human, humanoid, Mm -hmm. even if it's like, it's like dolls, like how dolls can be kind of creepy. So like you see a shape in a window at late Have you ever been to Wooler Rock? No. We need to take a Wooler Rock trip. Let's do it. That's uh, Frank Phillips's home okay. in Bartlesville. Like, well, his home is elsewhere, but Wooler Rock was his ranch. Mm-hmm. And it he had like every animal from all over the world there. And he he was like well known with like Indians and outlaws, all this mm-hmm. other stuff had. I mean, it's they've redone it a lot over like my lifetime and Mm -hmm. it's in my opinion not as good Mm -hmm. but if you don't know any better yeah it's pretty good okay yeah we should go yes it's in Bartlesville that would be cool yeah and I want to I want to get up that way and kind of do some stuff but so you went to NEO and um when we got together uh Summer reached out to me and she was like Yo, I have a ghost story. Like I have I've got multiple multiple ghost stories. Yes, she has so many, and I'm so excited about it. Um, and one of the first ones we talked about was happened at NEO. Yes. So go ahead and anything you want to tell about that. Okay, so I went to NEO in 2010. I lived on campus fall of 2010, spring of 2011, and then I my first I remember like. My dad was excited because I was living in the same like building that yeah, he was yeah. living in. Because then when I got there, it was all it was an all girls building. Mm-hmm. That was a bit much. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can totally. We were imagine. all synced up, and <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh man. <laughs> oh yeah. If if a war broke out, yeah, that would be the team that you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Like several hundred like <laughs> angry synced up women. Yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> but anyway, um, I moved in and then the room that I started out with, there was something happened with my roommate. The first roommate I was supposed to have, she had to withdrew, withdraw because of a family issue like midway through the summer. And then I ended up with another roommate and... She was one of those people that needed like 30 alarms. Oh, gosh. And yeah, I was ready to and she would sleep through all of them. Oh, God. (laughs) And I told the dorm advisor, I was like, if there's somebody else you can put me with, please, before I catch a charge, (laughs) because (laughs) this girl (laughs) does and she snored, which the snoring doesn't bother me. Right. I can. I can deal with snoring, mm-hmm. but sleeping through your alarms, man. Yeah, that's Mm-mm. not that's not good. So for I moved two doors down, and I remember like my dad making some sort of comment. And of course, he doesn't remember it because he's a dad. Yeah, and he was just like, "Oh, that room used to be a closet," and then just like kind of went on about our life and everything. And then I move into that room by myself, and I was like, "Oh, this is chill." Like to give a little layout of the building. When you're facing the front door to the left, that hall is Harold. 
the bottom row, the bottom floor is all basketball. The second floor is half volleyball, half soccer. And then the top floor is softball. And then the right side, there's like a little community area. And then the right side is Dobson. That was randos, cheer, dance, rodeo, everybody else. Okay. And if that gives you a little, but it was also a commuter college. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we, there were more people, I swear. Right. And then three buildings to accommodate all the dudes. Wow. Yeah. And so it was Harold that you were in where the closet room was that your dad pointed out. Yeah. But it was, it was a room. So I don't know why it was a closet, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if like when he pointed in that direction, he meant like that little back corner Mm -hmm. because there was like a little nook. Like you come off the stairs and it did seem kind of unnatural. You come off the stairs and then you turn and there was just like a room which where like the one of the volleyball coaches lived and then there was two rooms to the back. So it was almost like they just kind of like found a way to shove those rooms back there. Like an afterthought kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And I didn't think anything of it and I was in there and then I think it was like I mean, it was like the first week of class and I go to class and then I go to my room and this was after I'd moved in by myself. I had like the little lanyard with your ID and everything like most college girls Mm -hmm. do. I put that on my dresser and to give a layout of the room, it's white cinder block walls. Every time we were on chat roulette, people asked us why why we were in jail. We weren't in jail. (laughs) I mean, we were, but we had to pay, pay to be there. Yeah. Anyway, you walk in the room and then to your left, there's a little closet that had a shelf up top. Mm-hmm. Like it was open. There was no door or anything. And then there was like a communal desk space with a mirror. And then there was another one of those closets. And then to the right on the back wall was just full, like wall length shelving. Mm-hmm. And then you had your beds, whichever way. And then, like, everybody's phone numbers from, like, day one. Yeah. So, nobody I knew. Yeah. But I, and I had my dresser, like, to the right of the door. And I just threw my lanyard there. And then I was doing some homework. And I was watching CSI. Because, like, I just kept it on spike. I found a way to Mm -hmm. bootleg my cable. Yeah. Without adding it to my tuition. Oh my God. Yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) I bootlegged my cable. But anyway, um, I was doing some homework and then I was going to go eat lunch. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I go to grab my lanyard and my ID isn't in there, but I had to use it to get into the building Mm -hmm. and then to get on the floor and everything. I'm like, so I know it's somewhere. But anyway, I went down to the dorm advisor and like got a little slip so I can go eat and everything. And I was like, I'll deal with it later the next day in speech class one of the basketball players like kind of just tosses it on my desk and said hey this was like thrown under my door but I found out and she told me I was like wait where do you live and she's like first floor I found out she lived on the opposite corner of me like complete opposite corner other side of the building on the basketball floor wow but like my ID card was just like flung under there oh wow and I was like at first, I was like, yeah, you know, maybe like, yeah, yeah. But but then when she's on the other side of mm-hmm. the building, like towards the fire exit, mm-hmm. 
like okay and, and then, you have no reason to be over I there, have like... no reason to go over there I don't know any of the basketball players mm-hmm. I don't really I didn't even have anybody anybody that I actually knew that was on that end of the building mm-hmm. like period okay and and this is how it begins <laughs> this is how it begins <laughs> um I would I would be sitting there and I would keep my books and stuff on my back shelf and you can see in the mirror the books and everything on the back shelf and there would be there would just be times where I would be watching tv or something and the books would fall off the shelf but then I'd turn around and they'd be there or they would be rearranged Mm -hmm. I would come back and they would be in a different order because I kept all my books in alphabetical order Mm -hmm. I'd come back and they'd not be in alphabetical order or they'd be stacked a different way or something and I'm like oh this is really annoying there's this there's this book called ghost by Catherine ramsland and i know i've mentioned it on here before but one of the that you talking about the books being stacked one of the things that she tells about in that book is as she's investigating this haunting and this like story that she's chasing um she's in a hotel room and she has a bunch of change that's just like scattered on the coffee table and she has the do not disturb sign on her room and she leaves to go do something. She comes back and something significant, I think, happened that night. And when she got back, all of the change was stacked up. And like it wasn't like the maid had come in and mm-hmm. made the bed or anything. Just the change was stacked up on the table. And so, I mean, that, that like that's real that. Oh, gosh. Well, and then. Like that stuff started happening or whatever, but then it got to where. It didn't like whatever music I was playing. Mm-hmm. My laptop would just shut. And I I really wish I could remember like what band or like right. what I really mm-hmm. Yeah. I really it better not have been Pearl Jam. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love me some Pearl Jam. I do too. <laughs> yeah. They're so fun in concert. Oh my god, I've never seen them. I've seen them twice. Oh my god, I'm so jealous. But anyway, um, fun fact, before they were Pearl Jam, they were Mookie Blaylock and Mookie Blaylock went to prison for vehicular manslaughter. Wow. And OU still has his banner and everything because it's OU, of course. Yeah. Like, oh my God. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Fun fact, guys. Fun fact for yeah. you Pearl Jam fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, my laptop would just start mm. shutting yeah. when I was playing music. And then it got to where my Windows media player completely crashed. Mm. But the music part of it not the video or anything like that. So then like I downloaded iTunes, Mm -hmm. iTunes crashed. So, but I'm just like, Oh, it's like shitty Juco Wi-Fi, Right. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, Oh, there's a virus, whatever. Or I'm like, my computer's cheap. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, you just Mm -hmm. kind of like pass all that stuff off, which they're very logical things, Mm -hmm. but it's like, Hey, why, why does everything else work? And I think it's one of those things that like post the experience, I think you look back and you start evaluating all these little things that Mm -hmm. kind of add up and you're like, okay, that was weird. Like this other weird thing happened and kind of it all is accelerating to the point. Like I know how this story goes and I'm so excited. Like, (laughs) and then I got a roommate The I knew the dorm advisor and stuff like that. And she was like, Hey, are you chill with a roommate? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I, this girl, she was one of those people that, oh, I don't believe in that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, wait, bitch. <laughs> Just yeah. do wait, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And I remember, like, 
she, because I played soccer, so we had, I had a pretty weird schedule, and she would be in the room by herself, and then, like, she would get mad because she'd be taking a nap or something, and her covers would come off. Mm -hmm. Or we would both be sleeping, and she'd wake up with her covers in the middle of the floor. Yeah. And she, I so graciously separated the beds when she got there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was to the right when you first walked in and she was on the back wall, which like fate is the South wall. Okay. Um, she was over there, which little foreshadowing on that wall. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that later. Hang and- on one second. We may have to pause while I <laughs> let Oscar out because he's having a fit. So hang on. I'll just, I'll edit this together so that it's. I put him up so that he wouldn't bother us. At this point in the podcast, we had to take a short break. Oscar was barking to be let out. We tried to resume right where we left off. He is super old and, like, does whatever the hell he wants now. Like, he's like, no, I'm not going to stay in there. I'm not going to, you're not going to put me in there. Like, I'm going to come to this door and I'm going to sniff. But anyway, okay, so go ahead where you were at. With the roommate? Yes. Okay. So she was having an issue with her covers and she was blaming me. And I'm like, I'm too lazy for that shit. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> like, who would do, who would, who would take the, I mean, I'm yeah. sure there are people right. out there that would mm-hmm. just like take the time to fuck with their roommate. But yeah. I mean, no. Yeah. And she, and then it started happening when I was gone. Oh. And then she would call me like freaking out. And I'm like, I would either be in somebody else's room or something Mm -hmm. like that. And I'm just like, you said you Mm -hmm. didn't believe it. Well, like she would get really huffy about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, I don't know what to tell you. And then there was one time I was out of town with soccer and she, um, I guess was, she, I guess she was, she, she was from Vanita. Mm -hmm. So I guess she was with her family too. And the, Two girls that lived opposite of us, they were chill. I thought they were chill, mm-hmm. but they were also like very, they had a, they're very large, they're large people. They're very tall. So mm-hmm. like they had a bigger presence and people were like scared of them, but I had no problem being like, Hey, turn your shit down. Yeah. But they appreciated that versus like going to the door mom and like, Oh yeah. 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 Snitching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but anyway, like, I guess there was some banging and stuff and people thought it was them. Mm-hmm. But then, and then like the, then they were like on pawn for their investigation. The banging was coming from our room, but we were gone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I called Courtney and she's like, well, I'm in Vanita. And then I'm like, well, I'm in Texas. <laughs> and the door mom like opened our door. She got a key and she opened our door and there was like nobody in there, but there was banging mm-hmm. from every direction. Wow. And, then I haven't even mentioned this yet. I became friends with these two. Technically they were seniors. It's a two year mm-hmm. school. They're seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, my first week and they were like, Hey, just FYI, you're going to hear heels. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's a all girl dorm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hear heels. And she's like, they're like, no, you'll hear heels. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking get it. (laughs) Yeah. People wear heels. Yeah. (laughs) And 
what they meant. They There was this story about an RA hanging herself or something, and she always wore heels. I didn't think to even look into it, but of course, it doesn't matter when it happened. It wasn't current. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be that big of a story. And also it's like middle of nowhere, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I just like the school is, I don't know how it's old. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, okay, well, whatever. But they weren't kidding. You would hear heels and the lights in the middle of the hallway on the soccer side in the dead center never worked correctly. Maintenance was in and out of there all the time fixing those lights. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of like, you know how, I, is it the ring or the grudge? I think it's the grudge when she's walking in the yeah. hallway. Yeah. Those lights just did that all the time. And the oh. walls were like autopsy room yellow. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, autopsy rooms are yellow. I did. How did I not know that? That's crazy. Well, uh, well, the one that I had seen because, well, it was an autopsy room. It was actually an embalming room because when mm. we were younger, the church that we went to was in a funeral home. Oh, okay. And they had a body shoot. Oh, my God. And when you're a small child, you got to try it out. <laughs> yeah. That one was yellow. But mm. anyway, it was like, and that color has always like, because I always thought it was the lights. Mm-hmm. And, but that color has always like stuck with me seeing that oh, yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm just like, that's embalming room yellow. Yeah. <laughs> I can just imagine you as like an interior decorator telling someone this bathroom would look so good in an embalming, embalming room, room yellow. <laughs> but like, I don't, I don't even think they did all of that in that space when mm. we were there. I think, I don't know. I didn't ask questions. I wasn't allowed to. Mm. And Anyway, like the lights would just flicker all the time. And then the bath, it was a communal bathroom Mm -hmm. and like you had shower stalls and then you had stalls and stuff. And the tile was like that green, like really faded, like used to be mint green kind of situation. And there was like grout that they would scrub and then like it would Mm -hmm. be white and then it would, it would change colors. Mm -hmm. And, but of course you didn't think anything like that. And I did some of my best writing on the toilet. Mm-hmm. So I would be like writing a paper on in the bathroom. Yeah. And you hear heels oh my walking God. around in the bathroom. Oh, but like, you, you don't think anything. You don't yeah. think anything of it because you live in a building with all women. Yeah. And then a lot of this, like I think about it and I'm like, that was at like three o'clock in the afternoon or something mm-hmm. like that. And I'm just like, what bitch is wearing heels? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it's like, why? If if any of you knew what this town looked like, you had no reason to wear heels. Mm-hmm. Like, you had nowhere to go mm-hmm. at all. Right. Um, like, we either had to go to Joplin, mm-hmm. which is like 30 minutes away, or you had to go to Pittsburgh, Kansas, where Pitt State was. There still isn't much to do there. Right. They just have a Chili's. Mm-hmm. So, but you don't think anything about it or the water would just randomly change temperatures when you'd be in the shower. Mm -hmm. It would go hot, like boiling hot, cold, Mm -hmm. boiling hot, cold. And then some people didn't have anything happen to them. Other people did. There was girls that would like, would have, they would feel something get into bed with them. Oh, but yeah, they would have, they would feel something get into bed with them. And I'm just like. Okay, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the dorm advisor. She was Osage and she told me that some of the basketball girls would have them like smoke off her room, their mm-hmm. rooms and stuff like that, which I should have had my dad de- like I should have had my dad do it, but like mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. think anything about that. And then my roommate eventually just like up, up and one day text me, I'm moving back home. No context. Mm-hmm. I'm moving back home. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I get this room all to myself again. Yeah. Like you were inconvenient anyway. <laughs> yeah. And I never spoke to her again. Like she unfriended me on Facebook. Wow. Wow. I, we saw each other like in passing or mm. when like incidents were happening, but she like unfriended me on Facebook. Damn. And I'm like, dope. <laughs> yeah. But of course that was, I had just moved from myspace to facebook Mm -hmm. so that didn't hurt my feelings as much yeah yeah yeah. no 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 it wasn't the it wasn't the soul crushing event that it is today with Mm -hmm. facebook so ingrained in our lives oh my god if she had taken me out of her top eight oh that would have been oh my god i can remember that i i had a friend who would use that as punishment like to take you out of the top eight if you were not behaving up to par Mm -hmm. like that was it was so awful oh my god Oh, y'all don't y'all youngins don't know about the top eight. For context, I'm 28, which mm-hmm. I have to argue my age. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Do people think you're younger? Yeah. Oh, I like when I get like 21, 22, mm-hmm. like a lot, mm-hmm. even from younger people. Yeah, I could see that. And I'm like, you're like, no, 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 <laughs> no. I was around with the top eight. <laughs> I remember coding my Zanga. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To try to get your glitter to like yep. blink along with mm-hmm. like the taste of ink by the used. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was that was a thing. That was a whole thing. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Like I read this. I saw this meme one time that was like, it was talking about people around our age or whatever. Um, I'm a little bit older, but uh, that when you were doing that stuff, you didn't realize that you were learning coding, which mm-hmm. is actually a useful skill today. Yeah. <laughs> and like that's so true. I could get blue glitter to blink with the beginning of taste of ink that's by the used that's amazing and that is such an aggressive opening that is so cool little summer little like seventh eighth grade summer like coding a whole website at like 2 a.m with like good mtv in the background eating like cold pizza from two days ago when i should be sleeping oh yeah that i feel like you're talking about my youth like (laughs) oh my god I feel like you were watching me. On dial-up internet. Oh, yeah, dial-up, yeah. But, oh, we digress. So, <laughs> so I feel I feel like an old person now. Like, I'm like, know, you man. kids don't know. I know. <laughs> dial-up internet. My sister, she said something about, like, Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star. She's like, they're just so cringy. I'm like, ma'am, <laughs> you were an infant in their cringe stage. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know nothing. Well, right. and then Shane just did that video with Eugenia Cooney. Mm-hmm. Um, and my sister's like, I didn't watch it because I don't know who she is. Oh, my God. I'm like, she was like the emo icon mm-hmm. for MySpace. Yeah. And then she finally got help, and I'm very happy for her. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. But anyway, after Homegirl moved out, I did some feng shui, and <laughs> which didn't work in my favor. Yeah. I moved both beds to... The south end of the room, mm-hmm. and I faced them north and south. Okay. And I slept with my head against the wall. Okay. And 
I don't know how I did it. So that you were like facing the door when you were laying down. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know how I did it, but that shit was heavy. Mm-hmm. And I did all that myself. Yeah. So like whatever was in that room. It was helping you. Help me rearrange. Yeah. <laughs> Just got a sudden burst of like adrenaline. Strength. Yeah. But anyway, like that's when the weird stuff really started happening. Because I remember when I was 16, we had a ceremony for my 16th birthday. And my grandma's, my grandma had a black lab named Bear. And Bear, people always say like, oh, my dog's a human. No, mm-hmm. Bear was a human. Like mm-hmm. he understood how our ceremonies went. Like he watched the fire. He had, he had been around all of this stuff. So he knew Mm-hmm. what to do and he had never in my life i don't remember he had never gotten in trouble for any of this and he had been ran over attacked by like the neighbor's dogs stuff like that he made it and then just mm-hmm. one day he just like he died when i was like i think i think it was in high school mm-hmm. and my dad gave him to my grandma when i was like three or four mm-hmm. but anyway he would wait by the teepee and would walk people from the teepee to the house the teepee ground to the house and the, it was about it was about 200 meters and i don't i can't convert that into feet and i don't know either bad at math i can only do meters yeah but people get mad at me because like i don't do feet yeah i'm like meters is just easier it, it is easier i think it's a lot easier america get on board with the yeah. metric system man yeah i think it's a lot easier well and also like meters are kind of comparable to yards. So it's kind of like, you know how big a football field is. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, I feel like that's easier to, you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway. He would wait by the door to like walk you to the house or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we were, I come out, it was around midnight-ish, I think. It was close to like midnight water and stuff. And by all my grandma's land, we used to have a bingo hall. I mean, but the building was still there. And then we were walking out and we got kind of, we were about like, we weren't very far from the bingo hall. And then I see this like black figure roll up almost out of the ground. Mm -hmm. It didn't really, it had a shape like a person, but there was no like features or anything. It was Mm -hmm. just this black figure and I can still like see it. And I didn't feel scared. The dog didn't feel scared. But he did move over to my left side in between me and it. Mm-hmm. And we just, we walked at a normal pace. Nothing told us you need right. to go. We just walked to the house like normal. And I don't remember when, but I finally asked my grandma about it. And she's like, well, how'd you feel? And I was like, I felt fine. I didn't feel anything. She's like, it's going to take care of you. And I was like, shit. Okay. Yeah. And then... After I had rearranged that room and everything, I would be doing the most random things. And out of the corner of my eye, I would see this figure. But then I would like turn, I would, I'm so stupid. I I would turn and face it and it would just disappear. Mm -hmm. And I, the guy I was dating at the time, like something would always he, like he lived with his mom and stuff, but like I would always something kept telling me like just don't sleep during don't sleep at night mm-hmm. there. So I spent, but I've also known his family for a really long time. So like me sleeping on the couch at their house wasn't weird. Mm-hmm. My sister dated his brother. 
Yeah. Um, I've also, like, I've known that family forever. So, like, me sleeping on the couch at their house, like, wasn't weird. His Mm -hmm. mom would just drop me off when she would go to work. And it just got to where, like, something told me not to sleep there. And I I would still try to sleep. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, cause sometimes I just, I had stuff to do. So I like, couldn't go over there. Right. And so I would stay. And then that's when I really started hearing the heels more and they were starting to pace. And the two girls that lived on either side of me, they're still my two favorite people on the planet. They, (laughs) I'm always like writing dumb shit on their Facebook. Mm -hmm. They're always threatening to take my phone, (laughs) but there were very, they're very tall women. Mm -hmm. So like. And they went out a lot. Mm-hmm. And I just always assumed it was them. But then there were days where I know they didn't go anywhere. Because, like, if they were either asleep or out, mm-hmm. that was the only time their rooms were silent because they always played music. And they both had, like, tests and stuff the next morning. They didn't go anywhere. But I'm hearing heels. Ugh. and they're pacing up and down the hall and they they started you could hear them faintly and then like it and it wasn't all at once Mm -hmm. it was a progression it was almost like it was making its way Mm -hmm. and a few weeks would go by and stuff and then eventually the heels were down towards my end of the hall and It's like all cinder, everything's all cinder block and then tile floor. So you hear everything. Oh, yeah. But like, I just, I would have my TV on and everything. And you just like hear them walking up and down the hall. And then the softball girls always like, they always joked about it. But those bitches had a carpeted hallway. Mm -hmm. They weren't hearing (laughs) They didn't know anything. They know nothing. (laughs) Yeah. They had carpet. Yeah. We didn't have carpet. Mm -hmm. And neither did basketball. And I just remember, like, some of the volleyball girls would say something. But, like, they're just like, oh, something got in bed with me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, honey, we know what got in bed with you. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, there were dudes in and out of the building all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you don't take it seriously. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't take it seriously. Yeah. And, and then, like, it started getting closer And then it would just got to where it would pace in front of my door. Mm. And then I would just kind of like your dog. Yeah. Kind (laughs) of like what Oscar's doing right now. If Oscar was wearing high heels, that (laughs) is what we'd be experiencing right now. And like, I never felt scared, but it Mm. felt off. Yeah. And I was never like, I could not sleep. And I'm a very sleepy person. Mm. And something would just always tell me to like, you need to stay awake. You have to stay awake. And I would just sit like no TV, nothing. This is like local cable. There's Mm. nothing on. Yeah. So I started, something told me to constantly just watch animal attack videos. Wow. All I did was watch animal attack videos on YouTube. That's intense. Oh my God. I would watch video upon video of like elephants just like destroying people or like mm. a chimp yeah. ripping someone's face off. Yeah. Stuff like that. And then Animal Planet came out with Fatal Attractions. It's on Amazon Prime. Oh my Look God. Look it up. Yeah. Look it up. It's just people 
getting animals that they shouldn't have and then keeping them in their homes. And then when they get fucked up by this animal, they can't figure out why they're chimpering <laughs> yeah, their face off. Oh my God. Yeah. Why did my tiger attack somebody? I don't know, ma'am. You have it in an apartment. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, no idea. But something was just always telling me to watch that. And I was like, is this preparing me for something? Yeah. Nothing. It wasn't preparing me for anything. It was just what I wanted to watch, I guess. Yeah. And then there was one night I was just sitting up because like I slept the way I had the beds together. I I think I put the beds together so I had somewhere to put my clean laundry mm-hmm. on the other bed. Right. And I slept. Yeah. I slept on one bed and I put my clean laundry on the other. Mm-hmm. But I was sleeping up against that wall, which is on the wall where my roommate had slept mm-hmm. and she had all that stuff happening to her. And but it wasn't things like it wasn't things like my covers being pulled off or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like I never heard the heels when all that stuff was going on. But also my books would be in that area too. Mm-hmm. And there all of that so so it was just like that corner. But anyway, like something would just tell me like sit up. You need to be sitting up. Mm-hmm. And I would just kind of like fight that a little bit. And there was, there would be times where it felt, I could feel like if someone's standing over you, like it wasn't pushing on me, mm-hmm. but it was like something was squeezing my sides. Like it was standing, I could feel the pressure on the bed. Like something was standing over me and like squeezing my sides, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like holding me down. It was just standing there. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, then I would sit up. And then it would go away, but yeah. it wouldn't like, it wouldn't fight me on me sitting up. I would just sit up and it would be fine. And then there was one night, like the heels were pacing in front of my door and then they were in my room. Oh my God. And I had a rug. They muffled coming across the rug. And then I heard where they got to the tile again And then I felt something jump on my bed and then slam into the window. Oh, my God. And the thing with the window is, once again, me rationalizing things. Because we had crackhead squirrels. Yeah. And there was a tree line behind our building. I would hear stuff like hit the window, knock Mm -hmm. on the window. And I'm on the second floor. Yeah. So I'm like, these squirrels are just throwing stuff. Yeah. At my window. But it was at night. Mm -hmm. That would always happen at night. And something would just always knock on the window mm-hmm. but it wasn't like a right it was just a yeah a slam but that night like something jumped on my bed and then after that i would just feel something walk around on the bed oh my gosh like you know when you're in a hotel and you're yeah. just like yeah yeah that's but it never felt like it wanted to harm me right it was just there mm-hmm. and like and then my mom tells me that, oh, on spring break, you're getting your wisdom teeth out. I'm like, dope. Okay. Yeah. I didn't appreciate it then. Well, I don't appreciate the alcohol. I don't, I didn't appreciate it then, but now as an adult, when like people are like, I'm getting my wisdom teeth out. I was like, I don't want to pay for it. Yeah. You do. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> that's a good point. I know. I'm just like, Haha, yeah. you're off your parents' insurance. Good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Anyway, I... Because I remember, like, the whole shadow figure thing, and I didn't think about it until, like, later when my grandma was like, it'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. I I got my wisdom teeth out, and I didn't realize I was allergic to codeine. Oh, God. And I threw up, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. I got all four teeth cut out. 
Oh, wow. I threw up immediately. Mm. And I couldn't stand up without blacking out. Mm. But my, I got mine out on a Tuesday. My cousin got hers out on a Thursday. And she was at work on Saturday. Mm. Why couldn't I stand up mm. by Saturday? And then my parents, like, read online to, like, pack it with clove oil and everything. And we did that. And then I went back to school. I was taking, at one point, like... 16 ibu 16 to 20 ibuprofen to like mm. a day just to function mm-hmm. the the school nurse was like we need to have a chat yeah, yeah. what are you doing with these <laughs> yeah and i'm like eating <laughs> yeah but i was in so much pain and i like the stuff in my room had kind of died down mm-hmm. but i was still seeing that shadow figure like i was i remember i was putting clothes in my dresser i did my laundry i actually mm-hmm. put away my laundry yeah. <laughs> that, that ghost told me to put away my laundry yeah and i like saw it again and i stood up and it kind of went away and everything and then like as the month went on my back was killing me and i just remember like i just remember one day i called my boyfriend's mom I was like bro there's something up like I can't even stand up straight Mm -hmm. she took me to the emergency room my fever I had 104 fever and my blood pressure was in the 40s and the ER doctor was like oh yeah if you hadn't said anything you would have eventually cooked internally because your fever is so high wow and like I remember because and I didn't know anything about sepsis Mm -hmm. But I remember later that night, I still have the mark from my morphine, mm-hmm. uh, from my morphine needle. I remember my limbs going black. That's terrifying. Because my boyfriend at the time, like they woke me up every hour because I was on a heart monitor and stuff. And I remember he woke up like screaming because my arm had turned black. Mm-hmm. But apparently that's, I guess that's like part of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My, my limbs were turning black. And... I didn't tell my parents. Oh my God. Oh yeah. My, my parents don't, I'm almost 30 and my parents still don't trust me. Cause there's been multiple times where I've almost died. Yeah. And still didn't tell them. Yeah. And it wasn't like drink too much vodka in a field somewhere. It's right. like, like I've heard a couple of these and it's legit. <laughs> it's legit. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that most people like die mm-hmm. when they have sepsis. Uh, I only know one person ever who has had it and mm-hmm. he died. So Yeah. And I remember, like, there would be times where I was in the hospital by myself. But, like, where the curtains were, Mm -hmm. I would see that figure again. But I was on morphine. Mm -hmm. So I also just kind of, like, went back to watching Legends of the Fall on DVD. Yeah. On my laptop. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'm on drugs. Which, like, I love that movie when I want to feel sad. I watch that movie every day. Oh, my God. I've watched that movie every day. For, like, my life. From VHS now to Apple TV. Yeah. It's a good one. And it got a less than 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. How? Dude, I don't fucking know. That's that's crap. That, people blame Disney for their, like, perceptions of men. Mm -hmm. I blame Legends of the Fall. Yeah. Tristan. Mm Mm-hmm. You, like. Oh, yeah. Early 90s Brad Pitt on a horse, man. Yeah. But, like. He's, he's on a horse in Interview with a Vampire, too. See, that was before Legends of the Fall when he kind of mm-hmm. didn't know what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Night and day on those movies. Yeah. But anyway, like, 
You hook up and he disappears for like an undisclosed amount of time. You don't know where he is, but he's not bothering you. Mm-hmm. And then you marry a rich man because the, well, Samuel was fine, but then she gets there and she's like, fuck, the other brothers are hotter. Yeah. Then he dies. Yeah. And it, it was it's, the, it oh. was the OG kill one, marry one, fuck one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though she didn't yeah, kill was. Samuel. It was. Yeah. I never thought about it like that, but yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying I got to watch that again now. Oh, uh, yeah, I was going to say, it's it's normally my nap time right now, and that's yeah. usually when I watch it. Yeah. But anyway, um, I got out of the hospital in like four days, and then uh, went to prom with my boyfriend mm-hmm. that Saturday. Oh my gosh. And then that I went back to the dorms and everything, and I was still seeing like the shadow figure situation. Mm-hmm. And then May... Um, us two and then our two friends, we were in Joplin to go eat at IHOP like we did. And the stuff in my room had like chilled. But like I said, I was still seeing the shadow figure. My books were still getting rearranged. Mm-hmm. Stuff was still walking around on my bed. But it, I didn't hear the heels. Mm-hmm. And we were in Joplin and all of our parents were texting us like, hey, there's a big storm coming. You guys need to get back, everything. And we're like, okay, well, we're finish, We're going to finish eating, and then we're going to head back. Well, we stopped at a – that's – IHOP's on Range Line. And then we stopped at Vintage Stock on Main Street, and it was us four and two employees. And there was, a like, a tornado warning and stuff, but I'm from Oklahoma. I don't take that shit seriously until mm. I see it. Right. And the employees were freaking out. Our two friends, the girl, she was having a panic attack. And I was just like, if we survive this, do we get a free DVD? Oh, my God. Never got my DVD. And the power goes out. Mm-hmm. And those two, those four, actually, one of the employees locked the door. And they all went into the bathroom in the back. And this is in a shopping center. On And then across the street was a car wash. And then there was like a fishing supply store. And then there was like a dog room place. I can't remember exactly. But everything, the lights went out and stuff like that. And it's a full front like glass situation. And I like my boyfriend, he like wanted to go watch. And I'm standing in the middle of the store screaming at him. Mm -hmm. And we watched that tornado go by. Oh, my God. Once again, something else where I should have died. Yeah. A month after something else where I should have died. Mm -hmm. And I and I didn't know this until like a few years later. But my cousin told me because there was no cell situation at Mm -hmm. all because like that town was screwed up. Mm -hmm. And the last thing anybody knew about my whereabouts was that we were at IHOP and they showed aerial footage of like Rangeline. I was flat. So my cousin did tell me though, she was like, we were kind of prepared to like either not get you back like mm-hmm. at all. Or, and I was just like <laughs> me on a daily basis. <laughs> but, and then like a couple days later when I will say storms have never messed me up, but I will say that next day I just had panic attack after mm-hmm. panic attack after panic attack. Yeah. And I'm still, I mean, like, I'm fine, but I'm still a little iffy about storms. 
Oh, girl. Okay, so in 2003, we lost our house in a tornado. Mm-hmm. And in 1999, my grandparents lost their house in a tornado, and yeah. so did my aunt. And my aunt actually was in the bathtub as the roof ripped off of her house, the mm-hmm. May 3rd tornado. Oh, okay. And um, anyway, I was not home during the 2003 tornado, but I learned afterwards that there is a phenomenon called secondhand PTSD, and it's like... Even though I wasn't home because of the trauma of losing my house, Mm -hmm. about a month later, I was teaching, um, I used to teach Taekwondo, Mm -hmm. and I was teaching a night class, and it had those same glass windows, and they were blacked out so that we couldn't see out, but people could Mm. see in at night, because it was, like, tinted. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want it that way. I'd want it the other way. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. But, um... So it was nighttime, so we couldn't really see anything out in the parking lot. And all of a sudden, there's, like, this rumble. And this is just, like, a month after the May 8th tornado. So it's still, like, tornado season in Oklahoma. And there's this rumble. And I'm on the mat with the instructor's daughter and some of the guys that were part of the school and, like, other people. And I had told them I was fine to come back to work. Like, even though my house was gone and all this stuff, I'm, I'm fine to come back to work. And this there's this rumble. And then I hear gravel starting to hit the windows. And I grab his daughter. I don't remember this. Mm-hmm. We ended up under the sink in the bathroom together, me holding her, mm-hmm. sure that we were about to die. It was a car starting. It was a Corvette, like, spinning gravel onto the window. Those guys made so much fun of me. And the instructor's wife was like, y'all need to shut up. Yeah. Like, that is, like, that is, that is for real right in there. Dude, yeah. Yeah. So it's real, like, I mean, and you were in it, in it. Yeah. So, like, storms make me anxious still. People are like, well, when a tornado goes by, it sounds like a train. Either I had momentarily, like, all of my senses shut Mm -hmm. off except my visual one. Right. But we didn't hear. God. I didn't hear anything. Mm Mm-hmm. But the crazy thing is, is like the shopping center that we were in were fine. It was fine. But the fishing store and the car wash across the street from us was gone. God. And I don't know what headspace we were in, but we went and walked around after. Oh, my God. And you could see the hospital Mm -hmm. where all of those people were just like gone. And I remember his mom, um, because we told her where we were beforehand Mm -hmm. so she came and like got us and then the other two like drove home but i and then like a day or so later when i was finally able to like get messages everybody was asking me and i was like oh i'm at work oh my god (laughs) i was like i'm at work and then that i was time to move out of the dorms and i was living with a friend And then that next month in June, her and I were going to visit her mom. I think her mom lived in Muskogee, but we drove from like Miami to Muskogee and all this other stuff. We ended up in a car wreck. This is the car wreck you were telling me about, right? I've had, I've been in two car wrecks. Okay. Okay. (laughs) One of them I was driving where I like fell asleep at the wheel. And then the other one she was driving Mm -hmm. and I'm like three things in a row. It's pretty wild. Where, and I was like, all right, this isn't chill. Mm-hmm. So my boyfriend, his mom worked for one of the tribal housing and stuff, and she got us a duplex. And his stepsister and one of the girls that I was actually in musical theater with, they lived in this duplex, but they were moving out. And I remember his stepsister saying, "Like, hey, go look at all my pictures on Facebook from the house, and anything in the living room in the kitchen, just like look." 
and it was covered in orbs. And I, I went back a few weeks ago to look at her, um, to look at her Facebook and she had deleted all of those pictures. So I was really bummed out. Mm. Um, but she was like, Hey, whatever you do, don't fall asleep in the living room. And I was like, okay. And I was home a lot because it was like us two. And then his friend, there's three of us. We all worked at three different casinos. So we were on completely different schedules. I was mm. like 4 PM to 4 AM. One of them was like 11 to nine. The other one was three to 11. Like mm. we were all over the place schedule wise. So yeah. I was the one that was home during the day for the most part, if we weren't in class. Mm. And I just remember like, I would get so mad at the boys because like things would just be out of place. Mm. And I'm like, well, one of them doesn't cook. <laughs> so, and the other one, like he did cook, but like, I just remember I'm like, why are things like missing? I know mm. he knows. Right. But I would get like big mad mm. and there were things started to pick up where I was smelling cigarette smoke, but it would, cause you know how, like when someone lights a cigarette, then you smell it. Mm -hmm. I would be home alone. Ooh. And, but then for a while, the other part of the duplex was vacant. And then the people that did live next door to us, because like once people did live next door to us, I wanted to know like, Hey, mm -hmm. do they smoke? Yeah. And I like introduced myself and everything and like, their house did not smell like cigarette smoke. Mm -hmm. They didn't smoke. Mm -hmm. Why am I smelling cigarette smoke? And like, like I told you, I saw that memory on Facebook. Cause like stuff was happening. And I like, because I think I wanted a, I wanted a cat really bad. Mm -hmm. I called it my ghost cat. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I, I wish I could find that memory, but it was like a couple weeks ago, like in July, but it was like, I guess our ghost cat smokes cigarettes now. And I'm yeah. like, why didn't I screenshot that? Yeah, man. But then it got to where like you'd be running the dryer mm -hmm. and then it would just open. Like while it's in the middle of the cycle. Yeah. It wow. would just open like somebody had gone to check their clothes. Oh, so that takes some force to like get that little latch. Like, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Because like I would go because the layout of the house, you walk in and you're in an open living space and then you can see into the kitchen, like there's the cabinet that like hangs from the ceiling and then you could see the stove. And then there was like a small wall that backed up to the refrigerator. And then you walk in to go like out back or whatever. But then to the right of the back door, there was the washer and dryer situation. Mm -hmm. And then like you go into the kitchen. I could be sitting there and I would hear pots and pans banging. Like somebody's mm -hmm. going to make something, but I can completely see into the kitchen. And you were like the only person. I would be the only person yeah. there. And then there was one time because when you work 12 hours and then you're a full-time student and like, of course I was also in theater. So we mm -hmm. were working on a show, stuff like that. Like I fell asleep on the couch. Mm -hmm. I woke up to like somebody full body, like sitting on me, like I was choking mm -hmm. and I, it took me a minute to come out of it. Wow. And, and then I like sat up. And I just remember I like, I wanted to cry, mm -hmm. but I couldn't breathe to cry. Wow. And I'm like, fuck this. Mm -hmm. So I went to Brahms and got a burger. <laughs> and then, then the dreams started. Mm -hmm. 
And like our bedroom was fine, but like I always felt that there was something he kept putting stuff like it wasn't a walk. I mean, for me, it was a walk in closet, Mm -hmm. but it was just one of those like pull sliding doors, whatever that like folded. Yeah. Something always had me weird about the right side. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I like refused to put anything. And I would, I remember I would get so mad if he like just threw anything just to the right Mm -hmm. of the door. I would, I'm just like, well, now I got to go get it. And something told me like, Mm -hmm. this is real screwy. And I would have dreams and I slept by the door and I would have dreams where something is like pulling my fingers, pulling my hand off the bed and I would wake up and I would have to pull my hand back from something. Oh. Mm. But I'm like, there would be force. Yeah. And I'm like, but I don't hang my arm off the bed, mm. but in my dream, I have my arm off the bed, but it was like. I would have to force it back. Right. But then also there would be dreams where I'm reaching across my body with my right hand, which like is unnatural for me because if you're, I mean, I don't know if anybody else does it, but when you're, if if there's a light switch on the left, you just kind of like slide the back of your hand up. Yeah. Yeah. But I was full body reaching across to turn this light on and in the mirror in my dream i would just see a hand pulling my Mm. hand into the bathroom yeah and she did say she's like around the bathroom and in the living room in the kitchen something and it would just it would just feel heavy Mm. like somebody's like watching you and i was never but i was i was there alone more than anybody because the boys they were at work or they'd go play basketball or something like that like i was either at work home or school Mm -hmm. but i was home the most in the afternoon or at night sometimes i would be home alone at night and i would just stay up and watch movies Mm -hmm. i didn't feel scared i didn't feel like i should sleep yeah and that was the same thing as living in the dorms i didn't feel scared I just felt like I shouldn't sleep. Mm. So then wow. I then I started like staying at my friend's house more and stuff like that. And then I was fine. And then I ended up like I ended up moving back home mm. and that was fine. And like nothing weird has like happened to me since. Really? OK. So it's really interesting that you went from like one location that had that kind of urban legend things mm-hmm. associated with it yeah. to this other place that had a different thing associated yeah. with it before you got there. But nothing could confirm these. Right. Nothing could confirm it. Mm-hmm. There was just, and the thing with urban legends is like people talk about it, mm-hmm. but like you have people that this situation was like people had experienced it. Right. To be able to tell you about it. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, kind of like, if you guys want to Google the spook light mm-hmm. out in Quapaw, they, as far as I know, nobody's really seen anything since they redid that road. People just go out there to like drink and fuck. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> like, <laughs> and if they're lucky, see the spook light. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and, um, but like my friend and I, we went out there one time and like stuff will knock on your car. Wow. But I want to go out there. Oh my God. That whole, Ooh, Ooh. If you really want to be creeped out, we can go, 
when we go to Woolrock, Rock. Oh okay. my God. Okay. So the back way from okay. Bartlesville, mm-hmm. like through, I think it's like Lunapaw or is it Delaware? They're the same way. They're, they're the same mm-hmm. thing either way. Um, you go that way and it's middle of nowhere. Like you oh cannot see anything. Um, and then it comes out by Welch. Which by is, Laura yeah. Freeman and Ashley Bibles, where their house was. Yeah. And then you go into Miami, the back way. You don't have to pay toll, but it's okay. creepy as shit. Okay. Because it's super windy. We're going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll drive. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's super windy. And then even from like Pasco to Bartlesville is like really creepy at night. Mm. But it's that whole area... There's so much weird mm-hmm. stuff, but everybody's like, chill about it. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost accepted. Kind yeah. Of. But also it's just, they just kind of put it in the back of their head and mm-hmm. like nobody really talks about, nobody talks about it. Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, hey, by the way, since you're doing this, you need to know. Yeah. That's, that's it. Right. Okay. There's, there's no, and I don't really remember any, I do, there was one girl that lived in the same hall as me. I heard she tried to kill herself because mm-hmm. she kept seeing eyes. Whoa. At, but, that yeah. was, but that was after I had told people about my situation. Mm-hmm. But then she, there was, she did try to indirectly like blame it on my quote demon. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I wouldn't call mine a demon. Right. She's just. She's just there. Yeah. But this girl was like seeing eyes at the top of her closet and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And she had to go home because Damn. I guess she tried to OD because yeah. of what she was seeing. Yeah. I'm like, well, maybe if you didn't take so much stuff. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't have seen it. Yeah. There's a, there's a probably a connection there. There could have been. Yeah. But her roommate's like, I didn't see anything. Yeah. Oh my God. But yeah, I mean like mine, I never, I'm just like. Don't put this on us. Yeah. We didn't do this. Yeah. Yeah. Me and mine did not do this. Yeah, no, like this yeah. isn't us. She just doesn't sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like what you experienced, it's almost like the heels, like she just wanted like validation, like to be. And you know, the, uh, Shane Dawson was well, his sister-in-law. I told you about her yes. ghost video, right? Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how like this ghost, ghost attached herself to Morgan and everything and like people were writing her and they're like they're like even if your ghost is nice to you and you don't know them that's not good because that ghost died in a lonely way and you're currently lonely so it basically just attached itself to a lonely person and like I didn't like living there Mm -hmm. didn't really want to be there I mean I was just like there that gave me chills when you said that oh my god and and of course like I watched that video this year mm-hmm. and this happened in like 2010 wow but i never thought of it like that because like mm-hmm. and then you think about like the heels started at the other end of the hall and then it slowly worked its way and that was when like i have goosebumps i do too <laughs> <laughs> but that was when it was like i wasn't in a good space yeah i wasn't happy mm-hmm. i felt isolated mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden there's just like it was like kind of it like kind of tested the waters mm-hmm. and then like I I would sleep a lot during the day mm-hmm. wouldn't eat nothing I was just like I just 
But then at night, something was like, you got to stay awake. Got to stay awake. Oh kind of like she wanted to hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Like something just told me like, you don't need to sleep. Mm-hmm. But I never felt scared. Right. Wow. Oh, my God. I am so glad that you came and shared this. Like, even though I've I heard a lot of this when we met up, like it's still just hearing you tell it, like you tell it really well. Like it's it, it's very like compelling. I, I think that I think people are going to really like this. And nobody believes me that it happened. Oh, my gosh. Well, I think a lot of these the people who listen to this will believe you because I definitely believe you. But um, do you have any anything you want to plug or like? Anything you want people to know about you or follow you on social media or anything. And if you don't, that's fine. Because, like, not everybody wants to live their life out in the middle of the internet with everyone following them, like me and Marissa. But <laughs> see, okay. It's some, some, faux show, S U M S U M F O S H O on Twitter and Instagram. Okay. All right. I will apologize in advance for my tweets. Okay. I just, just, it, <laughs> You know, when you're just like randomly thinking about Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. and you're just like, oh, being the oldest child is being like that fucked up first pancake. Like that's Twitter allows you to have those (laughs) thoughts and pull the trigger really fast. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) I, I will not engage in politics. I will block you so fast. Yeah. But it's, it's literally just my dumb thoughts Mm -hmm. and sports. Yeah. That's about it. Nothing wrong with that. I stay in that bubble. Mm-hmm. I like I try to keep it as like sports saturated as possible. Mm-hmm. Dumb, I dumb shit like that's it. But do not try to get deep with me. Mm-hmm. I will block you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Well, um, I guess all I've got you are actually. OK, so if you are not part of the Facebook group, um, join it. If you have any interest in like a meetup type situation, yes. we, we are organizing that right now in the Facebook group. Um, and that's probably, I'm actually going to make some phone calls about that this afternoon. Um, and follow on Instagram at Irioki and Facebook is the same. And I'm going to try to get better about posting on Facebook. I'm way better about posting on Instagram and, um, keep sending me messages. You guys are so awesome. You send me like the best stuff. Um, I got one yesterday that really touched me. Um, and, I don't know. I think that I think that's all I've got for you guys. If you want to check out the short story that I published, it's actually in the top 100 on 90 minute short reads on Amazon right now. Look at so, you. So yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm number 72, baby. <laughs> like yes, <laughs> yeah. I was super excited about that. Um, and you just search for my name, Marnie Vinge, and it'll pop up. And enough people have searched for my name that now it's like it pops up when you start typing Marnie, which makes me like feel really like famous. So <laughs> not really, but. I'm like one of two Marnies that has a V name, I think, on there or something like that. But anyway, um, so yeah, check out all that stuff and listen to that dog barking. He must <laughs> know that somebody's here. I hope it's not a ghost. So y'all stay spooky. Thanks for being here again, Summer. <laughs> Bye.